Salam, salam, salam. Welcome back to Junibia Girl Talks podcast with Kiden and Grace. We hope that you're doing well. We've surely missed you. Now, today we have an interesting topic for you, and we're going to explore travel. We're going to talk about travel. Um, it's something that can enrich your life and expand your horizon. We'll be talking about our own experiences and hope that you find something you can identify with, learn, laugh, or even remember. Um, now, Gracie, I know that there's just so much content out there about solo travel and, you know, people going to different parts of the world, um, as well as group travel. Now, have you gone traveling with groups of people and if so what was that experience like hey um yeah I have actually I've been with my sisters and with family like the whole family together and um and also with friends and um they were all different interesting experiences I believe that with group travel you have to if it's if it's a trip that you're taking to go and explore then um, the group that you go with doesn't necessarily have to be people that you know you can go with a group of people that you don't know because there are many groups right um, of travel groups that are happening everywhere mm-hmm. I've seen different groups on social media just put like trips together and then they go on the they're just strangers and sometimes that work might work a bit better if you're going specifically to just, you know, do a tourist kind of holiday where you're visiting places. Um, but if it's a more relaxing experience, I definitely um, recommend going with, you know, either friends or family that you actually vibe with. If you go with people that you don't vibe with, it's just going to be a stress, a stressful holiday. Um, for example, if you go with like your whole family, you might not have as chilled of a time as you might expect to have, um, depending on where you're going. Also, if you're going to a resort where it's all catered and um, people are doing things for you, you might not feel as stressed. But if you and then it depends where if you're going to a villa, for example, and with your whole family again and um, and you're you're catering yourself that might be more stressful trying to allocate jobs to people and um who's doing the cooking who's doing the morning cooking who's doing the afternoon and who's looking after the kids if kids are going and who's staying up with the kids tonight and who's going to be going out for the night like that kind of stuff you have to really be on the same page um otherwise it won't work out and you'll be more stressed than you um than you were before you went on holiday um but yeah but I think travel is necessary um especially with people that you vibe with to go and just take a time out really what do you think um I think that um group travel has its pros and cons um just like how you outline 
And then um, I think solo travel isn't for me um, because I'm someone that likes to feel secure and like know my surroundings and like know who I'm around, know that like, you know, someone has my back and I have their back kind of thing. Um, if it was like solo travel in, in like the country that I'm in, I think I would be a little bit more open to that. Um, but, uh, for the most part, I, I can't see myself, um, doing like a solo trip, um, outside of the country. <laughs> I, really? I just, yeah, yeah. You should try it. <laughs> Would you consider a solo trip with uh, a trip with your son, a solo trip or a trip with the person? Cause he's, he won't be able to com- like mm-hmm. communicate mm-hmm. like an adult would. Right, like. right. I think that would that would be considered a solo trip yeah because he's not like doing the planning and all that stuff with me yeah yeah Yeah, so so, would that be less scary for you um, or less um (laughs) it would probably be it would probably be more more scary Mm -hmm. (laughs) because now I'm like oh man I'm in another country with my son like be like you know like who's here to watch my back and I I think I think as a woman maybe I just I kind of have that like cloud over my head kind of like okay as a woman if you go out drinking or if you you know doesn't have to be drinking Mm -hmm. but if you just go to a restaurant and you want to enjoy it you just want to know that you know you're there with someone who has your back you might not know if someone's Mm -hmm. like watching you and I also think that a lot of this has to do with like movies and how they depict like you know tourists going to other places and there's always something happening to a tourist so it's like made yeah. people afraid so I think I've kind of bought into that idea as well but yeah. but to your point about group travel I think I think group travel is fun I wouldn't do it in large numbers because I feel like from my experience it would be um like overwhelming um but if it like group travel, I wouldn't do more than like four, you know, like including myself, you know what I mean? Just as like a, mm-hmm. as like traveling and like, this is like the party that we're all responsible for each other. Now, if yeah. it was, if it was like group travel of like me and three friends or family going somewhere and we're meeting other people there, then, you know, that's, I think that'll be cool to them more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think it's, it's pretty difficult like you said kind of like getting everyone on the same page you know delegating responsibilities and stuff so Mm. yeah 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 no I definitely agree with you um in the group travel bit but except um I actually don't I'm I'm in two heads about it I don't mind because I I like being around the fam Mm to mm-hmm. and the kids and stuff um mm-hmm. nice so I like going on trips as a collective and there were definitely more than four people <laughs> right um, except I would like to have like a full staff on if we are if we're doing that just so mm-hmm. we don't have to because the, we do have a lots of kids in our family and it gets like very chaotic when it comes mm-hmm. to like food time and who's going to tidy up and what's mm-hmm. going to happen and that kind of stuff putting things together and then every meal is like a huge um event mm-hmm. so um even going out organizing which cars stuff like that so if it was a place I and mean, it was fully staffed there was um drivers available we didn't have to worry about that we could hire a babysitter to stay with the kids if we all wanted to go out that kind of thing 
yeah um, I definitely would go um with my family um as of for other people it again it depends um I've been on a few trips like I said with different people I went with my sisters and I went with friends and I've noticed the different um things that I'm able to do when I'm with my sisters and with my friends I'm a very big if I don't want to do this I'm not going to do it my sisters are also like that so when I go to places with my sisters I know for a fact we'll all be on the same page all the time if one of us doesn't want to do something it's not by force you'll stay Mm. there's no peer pressure no one's constantly saying oh you're being a party pooper um, you're being antisocial. Mm. That won't happen with us. Well, um, let me let me ask you this real quick. Um, yeah. When when you're in that group uh, setting with family or friends, like you say, your sisters, mm. um, when when Grace wants a moment for herself, you know, like just maybe like a nap or like a little breather, do you find it pretty easy to get those personal moments, or is it challenging? With my family, it's definitely easy. We all mm. are big. Uh, on um, if someone needs a minute they're gonna take a minute regardless of what's happening that's Um, good yeah so yeah with the fam it's it's super calm so when we do trips it's but it's very calm it might be chaotic whilst events are happening Mm -hmm. but around that it's very calm because the kids they they'll entertain themselves they play games and stuff with each other they have their consoles and they have different things that they like to do and we'll sit and um and, you know, you, we, we have the ability to entertain ourselves whilst we're not doing group activities, basically. So, um, and if yeah. somebody wants to take a nap, no one will take offense to that or, you know, bombard you as to why you sleep in all this time. Or it is a holiday at the end of the day, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, like, um, I, know, I know you kind of said, like, you know, I should try solo travel. What would you say is, like, you know, the benefit of solo travel aside from just you know kind of just move into the beat of your own drum right um it builds confidence because I'm for mm. me personally I'm extreme I've got okay I don't want to s- attach the word to me and I've tried to remove it from my vocabulary anxiety but I do um anxiety does bother me sometimes so going to places by myself has because even though I do deal with anxiety I'm still able to um what's the word go to places and be by myself because Mm. it's what I do a lot of the time I can Mm -hmm. go to a restaurant and eat by myself I'll go to a cafe and sit for hours by myself because I'm doing stuff um I don't have an issue with that I, I'll go for walks by myself I'll go to dinner by myself so God, I've gone to trips by myself and I've just and it's been calm because mm-hmm. I'm good I'm a good solo person mm. you know you made me think about uh something and like it, it, it group travel is good with friends too but sometimes some instances you might end up regretting like oh man why did I bring her or him to on this trip and I remember a time when I went to visit um Germany and I brought someone I was dating with me 
And let's just say that it, it didn't turn out to be the best, the best vacation that I thought it oh, would dear. be. And like, in now looking back, I'm like, oh man, that should have been a solo trip. Cause I went to visit family and you know, that's yeah. me going by myself. I didn't have the baby yet. So for me, I looking back, I'm like, okay, like that should have been a moment that could have, that should have been a solo trip. Um, because I, I kind of felt like, oh man, like, okay didn't really work out the way I thought it would. So I agree with you that like traveling um, solo helps build that confidence and, you know, for you to have dinner by yourself or watch a movie or just, just do things at your own pace and be okay with just being like, just you, you know? Yeah. And you know, do you know with solo travel also, if you are got like, you must know people in most countries now. So it Mm -hmm. is, it is, for me because I do know people in most countries mm-hmm. if I'm going there even if I am staying by myself which I, I wouldn't really impose on staying at somebody's place because mm-hmm. I've learned from past experiences that mm-hmm. I would rather book somewhere separately just mm-hmm. as to not put pressure on myself or the person that I'm going to see whilst I'm there and just to make it a more light experience even if it is family on the other end yeah um, and then real quick, uh, Gracie, like social media tends to depict solo travel as like a one-sided thing where it's like the person will go to a place they know absolutely no one there and then they just go exploring and then they meet people as they're there. When solo travel doesn't really have to be that way, I think it could be a thing where like you might have a friend from college or a friend that you grew up with or a family member you want to connect with that lives in that place and you go there to be with them. And I still consider that solo travel with you yeah mm-hmm. yeah no I agree with you because you're yeah. technically going by solo um, <laughs> right I mean it's literally so, the word right yeah so um so yeah I agree and um because you're planning it by yourself yeah by getting the tickets by yourself mm-hmm. you won't be spending the whole time with that person I doubt um unless that's that was your plan but um right And then the one other positive thing I do, I can see about solo travel is um, with group travel, you, you share a moment with other people you know you can remember oh that time we were in France oh that time we were in the UK you have a moment you could you you, a memory you could share with other people I think with solo travel there's something about just having that experience all to yourself (laughs) yeah I know I agree with you yeah so you can't explain it but yeah yeah right right like last summer I did a, a solo trip it was only to London but Mm-hmm. Um, because it, I think we were in lockdown or mm-hmm. were we were still in lockdown no I can't remember what was happening but um yeah last summer was but, still yeah, but yeah when I'm in London I normally see my older sister but I couldn't at that time because they were sick I think COVID so um I stayed solo it was a very quiet part of London um no one really goes that far out so um and I went there solo. I stayed by myself for like two nights, mm-hmm. and um, and yeah, and, and I do lots of little trips like that actually. Um, within the UK, I just I'll just go off for like two days or whatever, mm-hmm. and by myself just to get a time out um, from like life. Yeah, but um, that's cool. Well, you seem to have a pretty balanced uh, 
a balanced take on on both which is cool so yeah i think so <laughs> um but you should definitely um travel solo even though you'd be with your son i don't know if mm-hmm. that technically counts as solo since he can't do grown-up things mm-hmm. um so what's your best and worst um travel experiences that you've had oh man <laughs> okay so I think I kind of touched on the worst one which is my trip to Germany oh yeah like, <laughs> like so like the 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 country was beautiful I went to Berlin um just beautiful architecture amazing people like nightlife was amazing food was amazing it was it was so cool like to see how multicultural cultural berlin was yeah. um and i just it was a vibe like i was hold like, up the food was amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> girl i was having like um what they call those falafel sandwiches <laughs> like mm. like street food kind of thing we were having oh because they're food. close to turkey right yeah yeah mm, i think so, so that influence okay. mm-hmm. yeah there was like street food and then we went to like some of those asian bowl places where you would get like a bowl of noodles and toppings mm. um yeah and just like it was like a vibe everything was just a vibe and i loved how like people were just like in their jeans and sneakers and you couldn't see like and i'm not fat shaming but there wasn't like fat people like people just seemed so mm. fit and like wore things that fit their bodies and I just loved the culture there um but the the reason why I would kind of mark that down as like put it in the category of a worst trip is just because I think the I had a lot of high expectations from the person I was traveling with yeah and I got disappointed during that trip from some of the expectations I had so I ended up feeling like oh man like this person didn't deserve to come on this trip with me necessarily like I should have just came by myself or probably even brought a girlfriend and we would have probably had way more fun um so that's why I was kind of like it's like it was a great trip but you know I still consider it a great trip um but there were things in that during that trip that I was like "Mm, I wish didn't happen but um so yeah my best travel experience would have to be when I went to the islands I got to visit Tobago um and it was just extremely beautiful like it was my first time to the islands and the scenery was just nice the water the food I got to go to a waterfall for the first time and oh girl I I don't know how to swim but (laughs) it was pretty cool and the culture like it just felt so peaceful and I think that was like just you know taking a vacation from my job that was the first time I really felt like I could relax in a long time so I would always remember that as like my best the best uh trip experience that I've had Mm -hmm. um what about you oh wow um let me start with the worst experience so me my sis my younger sister and my younger cousin we went to Paris when was it it was 2018 at the beginning of August and when we went to Paris we booked an Airbnb the area that we booked it in was kind of um, a a multicultural area so that was like great we came we just saw lots of like black people and we're just really excited we saw lots of black food places 
Um, so we went into the hotel. They put us in a room downstairs by the, like it was a self-catered like flat type of situation. But they put us near in the on the bottom floor in this like, and it was, but it was this was at the beginning of August and it was like heat wave. The weather was so hot; it felt like we were in Sudan. And in Europe, oh my it gosh, doesn't work <laughs> how it works in Sudan. Like here, we don't really have fat. There's no AC in Sudan. If you go in anywhere, there's well anywhere that's like um. In specific places, you have AC. You have AC in the car. It's just stuff that you you're generally not exposed to that much heat. Well, I'm exposed to less heat when I'm in Sudan. That's all I have to say. Uh, in France and in the UK, it's very difficult to find a f- like fat places that are already ventilated for um, ready for cold, like hot weather. They're prepared for cold weather, not hot weather. So we went to this place. It was like a sauna, first of all. Um, we were downstairs in a smoking area. Our window, the only window available was facing the smoking area. I was like, there's no way we are staying in this flat. You can move us elsewhere. Um, the guys were so rude. First of all, in France, they don't like it when you speak English. So they were extra rude. And maybe because we were all females and then black on top of that, um so they were just like we either take one of the other rooms because we paid for self-catering so we said we want a self-catered flat then but they wanted to move us to another space um without self-catering so we would have had to pay extra um to go and get food um and they weren't giving us like um a discounted price so I was like yeah no like cancel we're not staying here and then just from that attitude from from jump I was like yeah no I'm not I'm not staying in this place like period and once I say like no it doesn't matter what if I'm in a different country or what I was like yeah no this is not happening not today things are gonna go super south if we if I don't leave this place like right now it's gonna get like not not very good so I took myself out I let my sister and my cousin stay and argue or whatever they wanted to do I went down the road found another hotel booked us in paid um came picked told them yo like we're done so let's go and then that was that um but from that experience every other experience we had in France was like negative they are so like aggressive wow um if you don't speak French they're very aggressive you go into like stores um just a normal pharmacy oh why why are you not speaking French and they're, they're just even black people they're asking you why you're not speaking French I'm like bro French is not even your language so I don't understand whether I'm speaking French or Japanese it shouldn't matter I'm here to pay month like for a service just you know give me that service and let me just leave but yeah I think um the only area where where I felt more comfortable was probably the gay area we went and had dinner there one evening and just because of how gay guys are I think towards women in general especially black women so I felt way more comfortable in that area. So next time I go to France, I would definitely prefer to stay in that area. Sis, um, do, you, do you think that that's just kind of like the culture there or is, do you feel like it has to do with culture? Okay, God, that's what I was trying to gauge, like if it was the culture or is because of some discrimination type thing? Culture and discrimination. I feel like French people are crazy. 
uh, no <laughs> offense to any French people listening <laughs> but um and then black French people just confuse me because I'm like they don't like you either you just speak French is that your only grace you're not even uh, like it's just a whole baffling place and um I would go and have minimal interaction with the locals I would love a trip like that to France and it's also dirty extremely dirty there's rats everywhere oh so my if you're gosh. going to France just you know um, make sure you have lots of money make sure you don't stay in I'll actually drop it in the um in the messages the areas where you shouldn't stay and I'll find that specific place that we booked so you don't book it <laughs> um but yeah if you're going to France you're prepared to be extremely um disappointed with the people that are in France but there are lots of gems um I do have some friends that are extremely like pan-African so there are lots of types of areas um that are like that but also um again French people are rude black white purple they're all very rude so if you go in there expecting like like very nice um people like Italians well most Italians um then you're definitely not gonna get that so avoid France if you're going there to you know and you're a people's person and you want that kind of interaction from people it's not gonna happen well thanks Um, for letting thanks for letting (laughs) us know (laughs) so what's the um that was your worst experience what would you say is your best experience or at least like top two my best experience um can I give another worst one just to like make sure that you guys like fully (laughs) comprehend things like um about Europe Italy so we went to Milan and Italy is full of refugees everywhere I'm talking about the minute you set foot off of the uh what is it the bus that brings you to central Milan from the airport the minute you land there there's just homeless people everywhere and they all look East African so they look Kenyan um South Sudanese uh, and it's very it's like a shock to your system because then I couldn't enjoy myself in Milan I felt just awful um, walking around because they're ever with their suitcases, also families as well. So it's just very dread. And Italy is also very dirty. There's um, human feces everywhere because people, everybody's homeless pretty much that comes from, because it's the first point of um, contact when they land from Africa, wherever people are coming from. So, um, so yeah, Italy's also very a very stressful place if you're black and you're trying to go traveling and and pretend like everything there is fine it's very easy to pretend I couldn't really pretend so from the last time I went to Italy you won't really see any pictures from me because I, I didn't want to take any because I didn't I didn't really enjoy myself I enjoyed the aspect of being with my sisters and doing stuff together and the sights but then I couldn't relax because there were so many homeless people and they all looked like us so I really wow. couldn't relax that's, that's quite interesting how, how long were you there um like the first time I went to Milan I think I was there for like three days or three nights I think and then the second time I think oh, the same three nights both times 
um, the first time I went with my older sister and some friends, two friends, and the second time went with both my sisters. Um, and we saw, we went to see it. But then the good thing about, I'll say a positive thing about Italy, um, the train system and France, actually, the metro system is really good. You can get to many places um, quickly. And Italy, the, the train system is really good. There are trains available taking you to different cities. So we visited different cities um, and that was really good to see. How was um, the- Affordable. How was like the language, uh, um, like the, how was communication over there? Was it hard or was it a little bit easy? The good thing is everyone speaks English everywhere even if small and broken. So we spoke at like, I, <laughs> I didn't attempt to, even though we, we lived in Italy before. So I, I know a bit of Italian and my older sister knows more, but like, no. Um, if you're working in customer services, I'm pretty sure they got told English had to be part of their thing. So I didn't really try and fit in language wise. I just use the language that I know. Um, gotcha. But- but yeah, but you could communicate with most of the locals in, in, in Italy because they're mostly tourist areas and, and yeah, and, um, and also the menus are, you know, they'll put things in English and in um, Italian. Um, but yeah, in most places, at least one of the, um, one of the servers or one of the employees would speak English so that was positive that's yeah that's good that you still could see um some positive you know just despite seeing like just that view of homeless people you know especially people that look like us um now so we have like France we have Italy what would you say are some of your your best uh travel um adventures (laughs) you know best travel adventures I've had like a few went to see some friends in Finland that was really cool mainly because you know they already lived there so they knew things so it was just easy going over to Finland and actually try go to Finland. Finland is very clean. I like clean places. Um, Not that much graffiti, even though I don't mind graffiti. I mean, graffiti if you want, but graffiti, nice graffiti. And like Italy is full of just awful graffiti. People will just scribble on walls, endless. (laughs) And it's beautiful architecture. It's actually really sad. That really like... If I see graffiti, because I'm a very arty person, I like to see really good graffiti. But if it's crap, then you're just, I just don't get it. But um, but Finland's really nice. Um, it's very clean. And that was one of my best experiences because we went and there was friends there. And they took us to some really cool places. And we took a, is it a ferry or a boat? Anyways, we went overnight to Sweden and there are actually lots of cruises that do this in in like Scandinavia and, you know, Europe in general, where they go to different um, cities for like overnight and then come back or whatever. So we did that and it was really cool. Stayed That's awesome. The, and it's super cheap. 
super cheap. Wow. So um, if so you're going to these places, guys, make sure you book a little cruise for one night. Yeah. That sounds like my vibe. Like, I love, I've never been on a cruise before, but definitely something I want to try. If you've enjoyed listening to this episode, please like, share, or subscribe if you haven't already. And stay tuned for part two.